in opinion in the, let's look for some signs of optimism it's very very easy to be to be negative about it and say you know something like well the brexit voters who put him in it's not a it's one of the one of the um radio presenters on lbc forget which one it was i think it's james o'brien actually he doesn't call them the tory government anymore he calls them the brexit government and i think that, that that's the right way to call it it was a single issue election in a twin twin issue election in uh Last December, wasn't it? It was uh, it was Brexit, and it was uh, anybody but Corbyn was 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 the line, I think. Um, but uh, the Brexit voters who put the Tories in, surely, they will put them in for the next two elections. Don't know. I don't know. Um, it, it depends how people see this pandemic, the, the way they've handled it, um, and how. Um, effective Starmer is in leading the Labour Party. Uh, I said we're going to look for signs of optimism, Michael. Have you uh, found any there? Well, he's not any good, is he? No, he's not. Um, he's, 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 he's not dangerous or anything, but he's the most uncharismatic bar of chocolate I've ever seen. I wouldn't. Absolutely, absolutely shocking. Yeah. He makes vanilla sound like hot chilli. Yeah. Really that's does. what I meant, yeah. Vanilla ice cream, not chocolate. But it, oh. That's what he is. He is literally yeah. boring. He is totally, totally uh, yeah. vacuous. Yes, he is. He's a, he's a decent performer, in the, or was a decent performance performer, wasn't he? When he put yeah. his QC act on, and I'll never forget the line, I am putting the Prime Minister on notice that I require that information next week. You know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he is uh, he's vacuous. And I, I have to say, before I had a Zoom meeting at 11, um, but then after that, I took two minutes out to watch his big speech, which was today about his, I don't know whether you saw it. I lasted 20 seconds before I thought, I I literally can't listen to any more of this. I literally can't. Whereas Tony Blair. Yeah, I saw, exactly. I saw the highlights of, uh, highlights of his speech um, on the, uh, it was the Guardian channel on YouTube. Not that I look for the Guardian in any shape or form. I loathe it. Um, and uh, it, it was two minutes. Oh, it was awful. Mm-hmm. Um, a good idea, his recovery bond. Good idea, though. I like that. It's good economics. But uh, I'm afraid um, if he was giving out free money, I think some people would turn it down. Yes. Sadly, if the, if the, I mean if it was, he, he's really oh, crikey. I mean, I'm I'm still a member of the party, and people are very excited by Starmer. I I wasn't excited by him, but I thought, crikey, this is the chance at least to get yeah. rational politics back in the Labour yeah. Party. At any rate, yeah. and there is a chance that if he no, there, there just isn't. But what do we most want in this country? What do we most want the party to want it to be? Want it to be you know rationally bold. Mm. I think about uh, reorienting the market in this country around need and not greed. So, but that, and that, that sloganizing isn't it? But that's why I'm not a politician. But I would go for the national living wage. I would go for for a, a complete elimination of uh, poverty in this country as a as a main goal. You cannot allow people to live in abject poverty in this country or any country, frankly. But if we don't try, if we don't have a number one goal to eliminate it here, what chance have we got to, to eliminate it everywhere, anywhere else, where it's ten times worse? 
it's, there's so much of this country that I've seen on my travels during my inspection work. So many areas of this country where I'm ashamed mm. to be a taxpayer of that, of the same country to which these estates belong now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nothing else for me is more important than that. Not even the green agenda. Because people won't sign up to the green agenda if they themselves live in absolute poverty and they can see looking around them nothing that worth really saving. Well, in Ladywood in Birmingham, 51% of children live in poverty. Ab- obscene, isn't it? I mean, and, and, and this, is, this is great Britain. Well, that's a, that's a complete uh, imperialist yeah. fabrication, isn't it? Well, it's... A- a geographical reference, I suppose, but you know, got to uh, find some uplifts there. And uh, 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 I don't, I don't know. That would be my number one. Mm. Uh, and you, you got to seize people's imaginations. Mm. It isn't very positive, and that's why it's not. You know, it's not nationalistic enough for the country where it is at the moment. And the fact that Starmer's, I know why he's doing it. Think, imagining that the red wall seats want to see politicians covered in union flags and. Standing up for the Queen and Nigel Farage and all that. Mm. I, I don't think he's right. I think the general, what we've realised about this country, what I've realised about this country is it's a nation of Tories. Frightening. Uh, it, it, it is actually a conservative country. England? Yeah. Mm. Totally uh, right. I, I never thought it was, but, but, but it is. It actually is. The English people, that's how they, that's how they are. And it's it, we are a conservative country with... with that's punctuated by the occasional Labour government. Um, when people have just had enough of the, the, the grind of, uh, of Tory austerity, which is what you always get, um, and them self-serving. The, the, uh, it's, it's, it's really scary. Um, it's worse than self-serving, in my humble opinion. It is actual... I'm not sure I'm even allowed to say this on something that goes out into the World Wide Web, but only six people listen, so who cares, really? It is actual uh, criminality. I am certain of that, allegedly. You know, as as uh, as people have said, not 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 least your daughter, uh, <clears throat> the amount of money that's been sh- shuffled out of the public purse and into the friends of this cabinet, mm-hmm. people don't care. Well, they keep getting exposed on Panorama and nothing changes. Nothing changes. Dido Harding. Yeah. Married Amazing. to a Tory MP. Amazing. And, she and that, 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 that was the reason why Cheltenham went ahead, because she's involved in that. <laughs> really? Is that so? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, she's involved. She's involved. Yeah, she got, she got Cheltenham okayed. That's coming up. One of, the th- one of the three detonators. Gee whiz. Gee whiz. The Liverpool, the Liverpool uh, football match was another one that was cr- close around that time, wasn't it? Yep. And there was but, a rugby international. Oh well, of course, you know. But that was part of what part. But that was driven by uh, Boris Johnson's uh, um, manifesto to deal with COVID before he went on holiday, which was, you know, let it, let it, let freedom reign. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's it. Because uh, the virus will respect a country that is rooted to the philosophy of of uh, Adam Smith um, uh, um, entrepreneurialism. <laughs> That's it, capitalism. And uh, so, optimistically, before we move on to super optimism, which is Manchester City. 
That'll be uh, that'll be uh, the secret police. <laughs> uh, see, optimistically, I I can I, whenever I've been into. I think I can speak reasonably freely on this now that I'm, I don't work for Ofsted anymore. But when I've gone into schools to talk to young people about, um, you know, their, 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 what their views are on things, they're all completely fired by issues of justice and uh yeah internationalism yeah yeah they are yeah so they haven't bought it no well they didn't buy brexit did they the, the younger they people didn't. they did not um, it was those people who will never ever experience the the uh the horrors of economic isolation who voted for it um yeah Bit depressing, this isn't it? Right. Well, let us let us let us finish this bit because we'll, we we will talk again on because I think we, you know, we talked about three or four months ago on this in this way, so we'll do so again in three or four months, <laughs> unless we're both <laughs> driven into a basement of despair. <laughs> um, uh, so optimistically, therefore. Their future is in the hands of the young people, of course. But perhaps they will see through all this nonsense. Perhaps they will. I worry for Kira so much, you know. Your your daughter has managed to make a huge success of her life. Um, And Kira, you know, if she ever listens back to this in the future, wonder what what was dad like when when he was 60? I do. I've, I I keep saying to her, you know, the public service is going to be the best route for you because uh, that's the the last area to be at the whim of the market. Anyway, football, Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, we sit here the day after City record their. 17th consecutive win. I think it's 11 straight Premier League games. They've won every Premier League game this calendar year. (laughs) First 10. No team's ever done that. And I think they're unbeaten in 24. Something like they've scored 34 goals and conceded four in the 11 games we've played. It's difficult. And of late, it's included, in all competitions, victories over uh, um, the Dippers, the Rags. um, On their home turf, it needs to be said. Both of them. Uh, Everton on their turf. Um, Spurs, which it was nice to completely outclass them. Um, Chelsea on their turf. Chelsea on their turf. Yeah, um, and and you go back to November, and um, I, I was in despair, despair with City. And for you context, you for context, I've I've travelled and watched City play football in the third tier of English football quite happily. I've quite happily attended matches when they were in the Championship. 
quite happily, w wanting them to be better. I've watched them be relegated, sadly, but I've gone and watched and supported. And then I've gone through years of desperately awful football in the top flight. <laughs> so there's no, there's no, I'm a fair weather supporter. I none of that. And then in the last 10 years, I've watched them become the most dominant uh, club side, I think probably in English football history. Um, and I, I think possibly the most entertaining club side in English football history as well. The number of goals they've scored, the, the quality of football they play, some of the incredible footballers, um, record after record after record, 100 points, a domestic quadruple, treble, whatever you want to call it, four titles in, 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 in a short space of time. There was, there, was, there was a spell a few years ago where we were the only, Eng we're the only English side that had won domestic honour almost two calendar years <laughs> because of the lockdown it delayed the FA Cup final last year so it was almost two years since anyone else won anything now that, that's a level of domination that no one's ever had domination is right and I think you put it very very accurately in your WhatsApp post this, this last night about um, it wasn't it, it, it wasn't uh, players it was a team that, that's it thanks I'm just getting a tea brought to me there by uh, by the the honourable um, <laughs> the Duchess, whatever her name, whatever her title is, <laughs> Claire any QC or something. Oh right, your daughter, right. Um, you better tell yeah. her she's been name checked in this show. So she, if she wants to join in, feel free. So what's well, a damn fine cup of tea? Um, what kind of tea is it? Clipper. Clipper? I've never heard of it either. Green tea, Michael? Are you drinking green tea there? Well, no, just, just, just plain old proper northern Builders. tea. Builders tea. Not Yorkshire, I hope. York, I quite like Yorkshire tea. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so I, I'm, I'm going to go back to my ranty blog of November and pull out the things that I said about them. <laughs> um. Uh, and, and I'm going to write. I'm going to send a letter to the club and say this is what I thought. It was it was all fueled as well by VAR and my um, falling out with the club over the tickets. Uh, I'm still very bitter about that. Not surprised, you know. And um, but it, they, they were so bad. Uh, I described Cancelo as the worst player in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> And what I what I saw of him in the last few weeks, I would describe him as I think he's going to be one of the greatest players ever to play for this club. I think <laughs> so funny. He's, he's, <laughs> he, he did some things last night that made me laugh they were that good. Mm. He's mm. so fast, mm. creative, mm. hardworking, mm. um, a brilliant passer of the ball. He can go past people like they're not there. Mm. Um, if he could just add a couple of goals into his into his locker he, he he'll just be fabulous i thought rodri was the, as mobile as probably a brontosaurus i think <laughs> i described him well he 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 last night i thought he was the best player on the pitch you, you know reminded me of yaya tore exactly reminded me of that as well 
the way he just put his body between himself and about five players and said, well, no, it's my ball. Yes. <laughs> and you then know, strode forward and you had the same feeling last night, weirdly, as you yeah. felt with Yaya Torre. When he started coming forward, you thought it was going to be goal here. Yeah. It wasn't quite it, that. wasn't quite that. Yeah. But when he came not, forward, I thought, I assume he's going to run there. I, I mean, I said to him, this is, going to, this is dicey, this is. But, but then I just thought, they're just going to, they're going to up it. And they just upped it like they used to. I mean, Bernardo Silva is back to his best. Um, this fella Diaz is, by some distance, the, 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 the PFA player of the year, in my opinion. Oh, I think the best defender of, this, of, of the generation, I think. I mean, he's 23. You look at the age of... What a buy. What a buy. Whoever scouted him. The, the age of this team, Diaz is 23. Cancelo is, I think, similar. Foden is 20. Is he 20? I thought he was 19, but 20, by God. You know, I mean, they're so young, this team. Kevin De Bruyne is one of the oldest players. And he's what, 28? 30, I think. 30? No, F- F1 is 32. 35. Is he really? He is incredible. What, a, what, a, what, a, what an athlete that fella is. Yeah. Edison's young. Stones is young. Um... I'm trying to think. Uh, um, Sterling's not that old. He isn't I mean, that old. He was he, early twenties, I would say. Yeah, the only the only player I could I could criticise last night was 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 Jesus. So I just don't. Yes. He's not good enough. Yeah, he's. It's all psychological with him now, isn't it? There's no doubt he's got latent talent. No doubt at all. The goal he scored against uh, Spurs, I think, it was that one, wasn't it? Where he took it on one foot, turned, and smacked it in. Was that not Spurs? No, that was Swansea. Okay. Well, the technique is all there, yeah. but he's got it. In his, he's got it in his head that he can't score. He's, I think he said, hasn't he, in, in one of the interviews? I've got to sort this out in my head. Uh, I, I just don't think he's he's a striker. In this, but I don't think Cancelo's a fullback either. Well, that's the beauty of the of what 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 uh, Guardiola does, though, isn't it? You know, you can't put a, a you've got to put four positions on each player, really. Well, he, he, I mean, Ian texted me last night to say a hands up emoji to say. What position is Cancelo playing? Because mm. he played everywhere. He did. He did. But he, he do you know what he did? I, I, I thought of this, and the, the comparison is stark. Um, when we, I think we saw one of the very, very first games that uh, Guardiola, uh, perhaps even the first game, yeah, at the Etihad, yeah, and uh, he, we were gobsmacked because uh, yeah, he got his fullbacks. Was it Kolarov? It was, um, well, we, we knew he, he was trying to play a system of two fullbacks who weren't going to be good enough to play that system. Um, could have been Kolarov and um, Sanya. Could have been. Although I, 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 I can't be quoted on that. Oh, it might have been Zabaleta. I think it was Kolarov because he, he was the main reason why I stopped buying any season tickets at Manchester City because he, was just, he, was so, he ruined every game he played in by the end. Uh, well, throughout his time in there, I think. But he he was played in midfield, and they, and that gave them at least five midfielders uh, with a back three, back two, and it was genius. And we all we both we all thought this is genius. This is genius. What what what, what a thing to do! You suddenly got five midfielders. Yeah. Um, but last, but it quickly faded because Kolarov couldn't handle it. But last night, you couldn't see who was where, who was who. He's just. Yeah. This yeah. is this is the man's genius, isn't it? That he seizes on everybody else like me. You know, Aguero goes down. You think, oh, well, that's it then. 
think I even said that season over. Uh, and uh, KDB, he's down. Oh, well, there we are. What's going to happen now? Just capitalises on it. False nine, call it what you like. Yeah. The, 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 de- the danger for an opposition is you don't know who's going to pop up in the box next. Well, KDB's out and Gundogan and Bernardo Silva suddenly emerge. Absolutely. Um, you know, that side last night didn't have an Aguero, De Bruyne, Stones or Gundogan. Or David Silva, who hasn't been that long gone. Well, you know, of players that, that could play for us at the minute. Ake, I don't know what's happened to him. I mean, he, he was never injured, comes to City and he's injured. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Gundogan, you see, it's interesting. I remember when we signed Gundogan. Yeah. Which I think was one of Pep's first signings, actually. I think it was his first. I can recall you saying, we've got a good near. Got a mm. good near. Even though he was, in, everybody else was saying, "Well, he's, he's come with this crook knee; he can't even play for two months." And you, you'd done a bit of research on him or something, and found out that, and you thought he was, you thought he was yeah. the uh, cat's pajamas. Yeah, it's the sort of player I like, um, a bit like Bernardo Silva. When I was umming and ahhing about renewing my season ticket, um, then it's announced we've signed Bernardo Silva, who I thought was the best player I saw at the Etihad the previous year when he came with Monaco. Mm. And City beat Monaco 5-3 mm. in what was an absolutely mm. thrilling game of football. And Mendy and Bernardo Silva were the two best players on the pitch. But Bernardo Silva was the best player on the pitch, even though they lost. Uh, when I heard they were signing him, I just thought, well, that's, that, that's amazing. It is. It was, and it is. You know. And he's young as well. He's, he's, he's got to be, he can't be, he can't be uh, older than 23, 24? I, I don't know, 25 perhaps. But the thing is that the youth of it is incredibly important because, mm. because oh, I mean, there's so many things that have fallen in our favour, not the least of which must not be forgotten is our victory over UEFA this last summer. Yeah, when all the other clubs wanted us banned. Absolutely sensationally important, that. Well, we're handing it back to every club now, aren't we? This is our, this is our retribution. It is. It is. It what is. they want to do, just win the lot again. Because it wasn't, stay there for a minute, because there's a stat you put across the internet that needs to be recorded for all time, which is what the internet does, happily. What are the odds on Liverpool uh, <laughs> winning the Premiership this season? This morning, um, they've they've gone out to 225. <laughs> I was with my mum the other day. And I was explaining to her what 50 to 1 on meant. Because she said, oh, I'll have a bet on that. <laughs> so I said to her, what do you mean? She said, well, if I put a £10 on, I win 500 <laughs> So I said, no, Mum, it, it's, it, it's not quite that. I said, if you put £10 on, Mum, you'll win 20 pence. <laughs> you know. What uh, a 20p, then. You'd put it, you'd make it into a, you'd make it into a medallion, wouldn't you? You'd make it into a, yeah. you'd put it, incorporate it in part of your body. Oh, well. but I saw her this morning. I said, "You know what? I told you it was fifty to one on." I said it's now eighty to one on. Jesus, and I, I, I think it, it got as far as a hundred to one on the year we were centurions. But um, insane, that's insane, isn't it? That's well, I, I honestly think. I mean, this is going to be the fifth title we've won in ten years. Mm. No, it's not. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 20, yeah, five in ten years. Um, 
it might very well be the most impressive win because the, I, I've not seen a team a team like this. No, and absolutely. I, it, of all those title-winning teams, this is the best defense. Doubtless. And it's a defence, Graham, may I remind you, that doesn't have a settled left fullback. That is a very important reminder, actually. It's a um, defence that's so good, it supports Zinchenko at left back. Well, quite. Although, much as though I find him shocking. Steady, steady. I think I know where this is going, Michael. Just be st- just steady on. If you look at his second-half performance at Anfield and his second-half performance against Spurs... They were both really, really good. But what gets me is every first half he plays is miserable. And it takes at halftime, somebody clearly gets in his ear and says, you do this, this and this. And he changes. Mm. Uh, His primary virtue is that he knows how to put a shirt on and uh, he uh, stays reasonably fit. And uh, and I think, as John said, that, that gets him in the team. That gets him in the team. He can back pass with precision. Oh, John, but John Conway fishes for England, doesn't he? <laughs> he does I mean, what? He, he fishes for England. Fishes for England? Yeah. I hope but it's he, British fish. He, he, well, happy fish. He, um, he, goes, uh, he goes fishing. Uh, he's, he's almost a troll. England have a fishing team. Do you not know the expression? No. Well, if somebody does something a lot, like um, he's a massive liar, you'd say, well, he bullshits for England. Oh, right, right. And this guy goes fishing. Okay, okay, okay. okay. He'll say things like, oh, he's brilliant, when he, when he doesn't mean it, to see if anyone gets a, anyone bites, which is why I always say I to I see. So I, no, say I didn't realise about, about it. Maybe we'll ensure we have a listenership of maybe three on this edition because we're name-checking John, who's a man of erudition, insight and wit. There's no doubt about that uh, at fishing. all. Pardon? And fishing. And uh, as it turns out. Um, but I uh, thought he was... I think uh, every any comment he puts on WhatsApp, I think, I want to pay attention to that. Well, this is a guy. This is a guy who supports Watford. And <laughs> that's, if that's true supporting, though, isn't it? That's true right, supporting. If, if there's one team that Watford must look at and think, "Oh dear God," <laughs> it's it, it's what City have done to them over over the time I've known John, mm. right? Uh, because City have, I, I, you know, we beat them six nil in the FA Cup final. Mm. And he mm. took his lad. <laughs> and and wasn't didn't the following game we played them, we, we yes. it was eight. Yes, that's right. Yeah. At Watford. Five nil at Watford. 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was with Ian that day and I said to him, I think they're gonna get twelve. <laughs> and I, I think it was only out of mercy that they only took eight. Yet uh- but you're this, saying this in admiration, aren't you? You're saying this I in am, admiration. I am, because I was going on to say, to qualify it, despite all that, John is part of a WhatsApp group that is about City. Yes. Yes, that's true. And yet has never, has never wavered. No. Nope. Has never thrown the toys out of the brand and has nope. always been complimentary. Very. That is Very. as that's as good a sport as you will ever find. It is indeed. He's a, yeah, very, 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 very fine person. 
Because I can guarantee you this, Graham. Mm -hmm. If if Watford ever beat City, I would not be the same. I would be appalling. Yes. Well, a gentleman never gloats. No. Michael, as you know, and uh, I've never known you. I've never known you visibly happy when Liverpool have lost to us or uh, when Manchester United have lost to us. I've only ever known you to be courteous mm. and empathetic. You've never had videos of me dancing around my bedroom. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. That video, if, if, if I was so inclined, I would have made that viral, that video of you. Uh, I think it was in your kitchen, actually. It was in your kitchen. Uh, it was upstairs in the bedroom. Beautiful, a beautiful be- operatic song. It was, a, it was an aria. Yeah. It was finely yeah. crafted, finely crafted obscenity. There are a few things in life nicer than that, going to Anfield and stopping them. That was I, think I, might, I might call this episode 225 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> That's just insane, isn't it? It is. It is insane. But um, yeah, that was. it was so funny the way that happened as well with the two errors and the way City just to sort of rip them to pieces, you know, Oh, it was just funny. And then Foden thrashing the fourth one in was just... Oh, was that not just one of the best moments of your footballing life? It was marvellous. It was marvellous. And what was funny about these uh, Alison things was that the was that Sky, etc., were all loving him up as, uh, oh, crikey, perhaps he had a touch of COVID. <laughs> Do you know what oh, he was? Yeah. He was terrified. <laughs> he was. He, he, could, he could see who was coming at him and he thought, Blink, and it and it completely got in his head, and that's both mistakes. I mustn't pass it to a city player. I mustn't pass it to a city. Blinking neck, it's gone straight to Phil Foden. <laughs> well, the last thing I want to do here is is pass it slowly to Phil. Oh, I've done it! <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, it, it, these, <laughs> it, these sky blue shirts look very similar to the red shirts. Yes, <laughs> you know and that's what happened there. Blinded by the light. And similarly comic was the Everton goal last night. You know, Richarlison stands somewhere near the goal. He's only going to get a goal if he does that because it needs to... What are the chances of him getting a goal via the post onto his knee? And then in? I don't... I, I've got this thing and I was going to say it, but I thought, no, he'll end up scoring. I don't think he ever scores against the bigger teams. <laughs> He's so useless. And, you know... That was incredible. I mean, the assist went to the post. It would go to the post. There's no doubt about that. The you know, frame uh, of the goal. But I've, I've watched that goal half a dozen times and I've no idea what the hell was going on. Because if you look, Edison and, and at least two defenders are going the other way. And the ball goes this way. And it's like, well, what are you doing? <laughs> it was like, it was like, no, so this is how not to defend. <laughs> and this is this brilliant defense and you just think i don't get that i don't i don't understand what i've just watched but even at distance, about, there were about seven men on the line he, even at distance the richarlison you could see his face thinking what the hell what, what's going on yeah someone's just kicked me on the knee let's go yeah. and in, in between him throwing himself to the floor <laughs> I mean, penalty referee penalty I mean, referee oh it's good and he, he peels good. away as if he's just scored, you know, he's just, he's just, uh, he's just scored, a, a, you know, a, a Phil Foden, let it be known. It, it Phil would have been if he'd run to the touchline and done a knee slide kissing the badge. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know. had that, 
Well, that's a good note to finish on there, Michael. I've taken an hour of your time. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, we've touched base there. We've been slightly gloomy about world affairs, but sometimes football needs to compensate for the horror of reality. Yeah. And it well, does for us. It doesn't I, for I, Liverpool because they're 225 to 1. <laughs> it's, um... What's up? What, Manchester United, let it be said, aren't they 400? No. No. Chelsea are 400. Chelsea are 400. Um, I, I, well, to, to finish on, let's have some maths. Let's have some maths. Um, UK football, oh, it, it must be the slowest app in the world, the Premier League, the, the uh, Betfair. It's because everyone's putting money on, uh, on uh, Manchester United. Right. Right, City are 80 to 1 on, United are 60s, Leicester are 125, <laughs> Chelsea and Liverpool are both 225 to 1, <laughs> Everton are 500 to 1, the, the Jose Mourinho revolution at, at, at Spurs is, has them sweeping in at 750 to 1. 150. I mean, even West Ham are five hundred to one. I mean, at the start of the season, when when it's all before and a kick's been struck, Aston Villa are a thousand to one. <laughs> <laughs> the start of the season, when when no one's kicked a ball, those are the sort of odds you get from Morecambe Bay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are my chances of marrying the Queen? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, we'll be laughing this on our face if we don't get it. it but you see, oh the, god, yeah. The, even the BBC and BBC are notoriously uh, pro anybody but City. They were calling it not a not a not a not a. They were calling it a procession to the title, which is always dangerous. I find that always very dangerous. It is dangerous. I mean, I said last week. I thought, you know what, Spurs at home, mm, Everton at home. It's going to be tricky this week. Very very mm. tricky and. Mm. Mm. Just dismantled it, mm. and I just think, well, Arsenal away is going to be really tricky. So we're going to lose three 0 at Arsenal. <laughs> the, the problem is, it's like when I looked at the side last night, and Ian texted me to say I wouldn't want to play against that lot. And I looked at it and I thought, Do you know what? Throughout the day, I was thinking, I wonder what. Can we get a side out here tonight? We've got no De Bruyne, no Gundogan, no Aguero, no Ake. We didn't know Stones was in it, and it was like. I don't like the smell of this tonight. And then you see it and you just think, I wouldn't want to play against that. And this is the problem. We can say, well, you know what? Everton are dangerous, you know. Mm. Spurs are dangerous. Well, mm. they are. But we're the most dangerous team of all. You know, what do you think the hardest draw in the FA Cup is in the quarterfinal? Mm. It's City. Mm. 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 The hardest draw in any cup competition we're in is mm. us yeah so it when it comes to the draw I'm like I don't really care because we, we can beat anyone it, I'd rather have um, Cheltenham away and, and let's be honest that was never in doubt at 82 minutes was it you know what that was a harder game than we saw last night it bloody was it, it was I mean alright we, we, we had eight or nine first teamers who weren't playing you know I mean let's be fair but it, up to 82 minutes, mate. Um, it was unpleasant. It was unpleasant. It was, very, it, was, it was unpleasant. 
It was unpleasant. Um, and by the end, by that time, we had got uh, we had I think we had got KDB on, and we'd got uh, Raheem Sterling on, uh, I think uh, a few other uh, yeah. players were on. They had to bring Gundogan on. Was the guy they had to bring on Gundogan? Um, but I I I'd, I'd switched channels at about fifty five minutes, and it was like, well, this is awful. And then I saw a message, and by the time I got the telly back on, it, it had gone to two one to City. Mm, mm, mm. And it was like, okay, well, because uh, to be honest, it. Yeah, but there was no VR, whatever, you know. But no, I mean, it, City, um, City City will win the league, Graham. Um, it, the, the only issue now is how many trophies we win. Um, you know, but if they are as dialed in as this over the next six weeks and we can rotate in, in this incredible fixture list and rotate the squad and maintain at least 90% of this level, they will win nine out of 10 of their games. And that will be enough to see them into the FA Cup final, to win the League Cup, to win the league, and get to the latter stage of the Champions League. And then, which I think is a massive lottery of a competition anyway. Couldn't care less. I really couldn't care less. If City won another domestic treble, I would just be ecstatic. Because I still think that's the most extraordinary achievement any team's ever done. Any competition that throws up Tottenham Hotspurs and Liverpool as the final, as its final, is uh, not not really worth the, uh, no. the, the the energy that's spent spent on it. Really, well, it, it's not Graham, and they were champions of which country when they went into the Champions League? Exactly. You know, exactly. they they're, they're, they're both in a tournament final that, when it was for, for its first forty years of existence, it was only for champions. Yes. Hence the title, the clues in the name, really, sure. isn't it? Yeah, but if, if, just do yourself a little bit of research favour and go and look at some of the European Cup wins of English teams back in the day. I, I was looking at one last night, um, and I, I think I was looking at Nottingham Forest, one of Nottingham Forest wins, and it was shocking, their, their route to the final. Shocking. They beat two teams I've never heard of, um, followed by a very mediocre team, and then Ajax. Ajax um, were good in those days, though. Um, well, they were good enough to win the Dutch league, but you know, uh, yes, the, the, yeah, but the, the, it, it, was, it was just unbelievable—the route to the final. You think, well, I'm sure Liverpool one year um, beat some Irish team. Finn Harps or Crusaders or Dundalk or something. Glen Torren, I think, possibly. It wasn't. It something wasn't. Like it was, I, I, Glen Torren and Linfield, I, I know of. It was an obscure team. And I, I, I think it was Finn Harps. <laughs> and they beat them 10-1 over two legs. And I think in the final, they played Bruges. You know, I mean, it's... It's, 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 it's not exactly glory. No, and it's going to get. It's, it will only get worse with the new proposal to make it, uh, uh, yeah. to, to expand and extend yeah. it, but make a few games. I mean, who did Liverpool, who did Nottingham Forest beat to win their first European Cup? Absolutely can't remember. Malmo. Malmo. All right. Okay. Malmo. Okay. Okay. All right. Fierce, 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 fierce team. Yeah, and it, you, but that's what European football is. So. I, I, I'd sooner win the Premier League every year 
I really would. I know that I know the club want to win a Champions League, and I get that. Um, and I'd be delighted if they win it. Of course, I would. But the Premier League is is a great league to win, and we know what. I've watched City win four, and it has been an absolute delight. Every one of them, a delight. Mm. Nothing better than that moment when you realise you've got it. Mm. Totally, totally, totally right. Exceeded only by one moment in recent times in my, uh, or equaled rather. I mean, 93-20 surpasses any moment in football. Full stop for any supporter, really. Don't know oh, I think it's the greatest moment in sports history. I, I, I would agree with you. Not far under that will be Yaya Torre's goal against Stoke City, strangely. Mm. Because we knew we were on our way to the uh, turning back of the clock. Yeah. That was a great day. Um, it was a great day. Spent in very, very good company, if I may say. Well, uh, the, the, the famous dog pile. Oh. Hallway. Unrepeatable. Uh, unrepeatable. Um, and just totally spontaneous. <laughs> How uh, great it would be for, the, for these newly found players. Let's leave it on this. I know yeah. I said that three times. Yeah. Both listeners have dropped off by now. Yeah. Um, John might still be on because he might be thinking, I wonder if there's going to be another name check. And there is. Yeah. Um, wouldn't it be brilliant for Phil Foden, Gundogan, Rodri even, to have a superb end to their season? Because they they all began it, you know, with shadows over them, and uh, for them to go to for them to go to uh, for them to lift the I can't believe say it, but if they're involved in a significant win at the end of the season. That not only is brilliant for them, but it sets us up for the next year or two very mm. nicely, which is what we need. Complete domination of football from now mm. to the end of time. I will accept nothing less. Mm. Yeah. Um, you well, have the last word, Michael. The floor is yours. I, I think I, I a few weeks ago I said I thought they'd win the league by 20 points. I, I still believe that. Um, I think... They're a point a game better than any other team. There's 14 games left. There might be 24 points. They're, they're, um, everything is geared, I think, this year to the Champions League. I think they're at, they're, they're, they are, they're getting themselves into a mindset that is, I've not seen before. I don't know. I don't know. 2019, basically, when Liverpool dropped two points against Everton, I said to myself, well, they've got to win 14 consecutive games then. And they won 14 consecutive games. That was unbelievable, that run-in, where they, they both won 14 games. Unbelievable from both teams, to be fair. But there's, they've got that again. But they've got a defence this time. And a, a, a great defence, you win an awful lot when you've got that. An awful lot. And I think they've got a really big chance in Europe. All right. I think I think that's a real big chance. Good note. Good note to finish on there, Michael. Thank okay, you. Okay, buddy. Thank you for your time. Uh, uh, uplifting at the end. Uplifting at the end there. Yep. And um, we'll keep in touch, mate, as we do every day. 